This is the Moon Tower Podcast with your host, Ian Hubbard. You haven't lived until you've had a middle-aged gay dude tell you you're beautiful. Mm, tell me more. Fucking, this was a while ago. Went to one of the, uh, one of the gay clubs downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, the chick I was with, it was her idea because she had a lot of friends that went there. I think Chris told me about this. Parker? Yeah. Uh, so I, I go in, take a leak. And it was this cat that I think I think his name was Chris Christopher. Okay. Oddly enough, but not so off off putting. Uh, we had been there a couple other times and talked to him, just like rapping. This dude like fixed typewriters as huh. a as a side gig that like that was his, his niche. And I had noticed like a couple of times before him like giving the giving me the eye, and so like I didn't know he was in he was in the bathroom. So I'm standing there taking a piss, and I turn around, and he's standing there, like, with, like, slanted from the sink to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm yeah. like, oh, let's do it. Oh, whatever, fuck it. And I go over to wash my hands, and he's, he looks at me, and he's just like, oh, he's like, in the most sincere, dearest, like, earnest tone. He's like, I, I just want to tell you that you were one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. You are gorgeous. <laughs> You are absolutely gorgeous, I and are, I felt are. so flattered. I fuck. Yeah, I I, I almost started blushing. Should. Like that is high praise. Yeah. Because he, for a middle aged <clears throat> dude, he wasn't a bad looking dude either. He had a nice like uh, he had a nice positive vibe about him. He wasn't creepy or anything. He was a good conversation when we talked to him. So it was, I it was just funny. Like we were just shit. Uh, we were chit-chatting about just random stuff, and that popped in my mind. So, hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, welcome back. We took a, took the week off last week. We had to do a little recon mission, so hopefully uh, coming up, we'll you'll be hearing more of us and about us and uh, other locations. So keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. Like I, I got to keep it as vague as possible. I, I sound like, like oh, the throw in like really broad word. They'll, they'll understand. <laughs> But potential good news coming your way. Yeah, no, I uh, did a little bit of research and try to figure out how to retool this here show to make sure you people are having something to listen to instead of just being bored, but or background noise. But in that case, hope you all are well. I hope you have been enjoying whatever frivolous outrage uh, has worked your way in the past uh, couple weeks via social media or whatever anyone wants to pander to you about. Hi, Kitty. <laughs> Nate's got the cats about. What's the cat's names again? Uh, this one right here is Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Make sure we got to take pictures afterwards so we can talk. We can introduce them to the side guests of the show. Oh yeah. I call them groupies, but they don't really do anything, and they're not really roadies. So. Yeah, they just kind of sit there and act cute and shit. They are cute and shit. You got three. <laughs> you got three kitty cats all together, right? Yep. Got yeah, Kit Kat, Grim, and Gizmo. Do you have a favorite? I've had the Kit Kat right here. Oh, 
he knows it too. Look at him. He's trying to nestle in. <laughs> Probably wants to do an interview. He's got his head like bumping into the mic. Hey, Ken, what do you got to say about uh, the world's economic things? Meow. Oh, that's interesting. What's your uh, what's your opinion on uh, insert big topic? Meow meow. What say you cat? Yes, he's a he's a cat. A few meows. Anyway, um. So, Nate, has anything uh, great, interesting, or fun happened to you in the last uh, couple weeks? Um. You got yeah. a clean shave. That that's, this is true. You I got the no porn stash. Bearded. Due to laws in Ohio forbidding me to like have a beard while working in a restaurant, so did you not want to wear a beard guard? I mean, do they even offer that? Yeah, it's like I'm not buying ear, or, uh, beard guards or whatever, so it's like you know you should probably just shave. It's like, eh, whatever. I've had to go through worse, I guess. So I have like some stubble. Like I don't know, I might do a goatee again, but I don't know. Stash is good for now. Stash looks good. Uh, Thank you. In case you don't know, folks, if you're not familiar with said rules, I also have to follow similar rules, but they let me get away with a lot more as far as the beard goes, where if you're working with, usually with, usually with food, mm-hmm. I actually always, like, within the context of working with food, either in preparation, like what I do, or cooking well, prep as well with what Nate does and others. You 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 can only have so much facial hair and it can only yeah, go yeah. down. Some a lot, a lot of places are a lot more strict. Like you can't have it. You can have one, but it can't go past the chin and you can't get a neck. And if, if you if you want to grow it thick, then you got to wear a basically a face diaper. Yep. It's like. Actually, it's not somewhere between anything. It's basically a hairnet for your face. But I remember uh, at one place that I worked at, uh, there's this dude, Lion. That was his name, L-Y-O-N. He was half Jewish. The good half. Uh, <laughs> and he was a goofball. He was just big. He wasn't clunky, but he's, he, bro, dude. But he wasn't like that. He was just like, because he used to party all the time, like back in the day, and kind of like stuck in them. yeah it's just yeah. permanent like like i'm always gonna be a midwesterner basically <laughs> and we used to just goof around and like wear them like because we stretch them like all across our face mm-hmm. and walk around with like this giant like beekeepers mask on but it's like this the mesh uh hair piece but but uh in accordance with the law we we have to wear stuff like that and a lot of places are kind of uh, a little flimsy when it comes to the sanitation and whatnot, but it's it is what it is, right? Oy. But other than that, let's get back to have uh, have you had ever had an awkward like uh, compliment given to you like that? Like I was once <laughs> told I looked like a really hot lady from behind, and I can I can totally see that honestly. <laughs> so I wasn't really offended by it. It was by a straight dude, though, so it was like, kind of like, eh, you know. Where? This is a while ago. It was when I was still in high school, honestly. It's like uh, my, my best friend's older brother said something like that. Like, I was over at, like, their apartment or whatever. I was like, you know, you know what? You look like a really hot lady from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to be, like, at the, at the market or the bank or something. Yeah, you know. 
Can't all be winners. But... Uh, I've, I've had that, and I was, like, uh, thinking they're hot. More so, like, just seeing, like, uh, like the other day, I was by the campus, and I saw this person walking across the street, across traffic, and long blonde hair, kind of a loose uh, sweater with what I could tell to be a uh, button-up white shirt kind of untucked mm-hmm. and jean I think she I think they had jeans and just like regular like casual but nice casual shoes yeah 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 and I'm like that's either a really pretty dude or that chick's going for it <laughs> I couldn't tell and like not like oh they're they're trans or anything or whatever but it's like like trying to guess like uh is that yeah. I'm about to be a dick right now, but I'm just like gender just neutral curious. or gender just ambiguous curious. sort of thing. No, yeah. My curiosity was was heightened a little bit, but no. I, that was probably my going back to what I was talking about at the beginning. That was probably my one of the best compliments. That and I had a full on uh full on trans Well, I've had a couple uh drag performers tell me I was I was a good-looking dude and I remember back in the day, uh, remember I was talking about the Crow's Nest, the house we'd party at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in back in Lima. There's this there's this chick there, uh, named D, used to be Dave. And this broad was she was she was like divine. Mm-hmm. But if divine the the classic drag queen in the John Waters movies if she like was like power forward size, like fucking D was six five in heels. Dang. And she wore like the big like pump heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was very noticeable. But she was also like done up, like had the whole operation went full on. Had implants, hair extensions, face lift and yeah, and he had the he had the whole back end uh, retailed, oh, redetailed, yeah, yeah, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, got the whole J Lo procedure. Yeah, and it was from the back. She was a good looking chick, like for being a big chick. Like she rocked it, literally right, rocked it, right. and had dude she, probably some. Uh, I think a solid D cup. Oh yeah, full on, full on. Like if like if Dolly Parton was trying to guard Shaq. <laughs> almost like uh and i remember she was at the house one night after some all night or all day party or show like going back to the house party and i was standing there my i had heard about her my brother had told me about her that she would like just show up randomly like she knew a few of the people and they were old friends and blah 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 and I'm just saying, I'm like, That's, that chick's, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like 15, 16. I'm like, I want, I'm like, yeah, I'll, come here. Yeah. <laughs> and my brother was like, dude, come here, come here. We're at the house at, at, at the after party. He's like, that chick, that's D. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's D. He's like, they used to be a dude. Like, got all, like, we were at this, like, loud house party, and he, like, got all quiet. Like, my senses, like, focused right on that. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. 
He's like, had that face, like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. Because, you know, I had never heard of that. I didn't never, I was like, what? People can do that? I just thought you had to stay a man or a woman. But I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. He's like, yeah, so don't try to do anything with her. You know, I don't, it'll, it'll just be awkward and icky and weird. And <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I was never, I wasn't like, oh, what, what, what the fuck? You know, like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But uh, at, I think it might have been that same party. No, no, it, that was not at the same party. It was at a different party later on. Uh, she showed up and was like flirting with some of the some of the guys that were around and but they knew and just didn't care you know it's <laughs> free tales out there like what are you gonna hold standards no uh <laughs> like why not it's there but i was just like sitting there standing there talking to her because uh my dude jim whose house it was he like built his own bar it was kind of shoddy but it was like it was it was a it was a DIY bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but it was it was stocked up and fit and whatnot. Had the like stereo by it, and we're all jamming out. And she had on this uh, like this like light. If I remember correctly, it was like a light blue dress, like looking like Dusty Springfield trying to play right tackle. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. And I remember she started. I had a beard at the no. I had a I think I had mutton chops. Cause I used to have like these wool, like these bad big ass like okay like okay. top of the like middle of the bottom of the cheekbone to like the uh, base of my neck mutton chops like blah because <laughs> I I used to grow when I <clears throat> when I started growing facial hair in in high school like I hit it hard and hit it quick and just I didn't understand the whole idea of shaving yeah, so yeah. i would just let it grow out like, all the way over my neck and just like let it grow full and then one day my brother's just like like completely it's completely like one of the last great completely sober ideas we ever had and he's like dude just let me just let me shave a, a strip through the middle give you mutton chops <laughs> i was like oh that's stupid dude i just want the beer he's like dude trust me and he's like bzz, 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 bzz. And i had he he didn't take off the soul patch, and it was just right up the middle of the chin, and it just blasted like, <laughs> and like was rocking that hard, like like fuck Wolfman Jack, like kiss my nuts. <laughs> but I remember I was standing there, and she was like enthralled by it, and was like grabbing it and stroking it, and it's like ooh ooh, and I hear I hear like somebody or my it might have been my brother or somebody from the other room like hey in. Get over here! <laughs> Come here! <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think uh, like two or three dudes, maybe more, maybe less, I don't know. But it's, it's around somewhere between two and three uh, dudes that we used to ha that would kind of like hang out and whatever. I ended up like going over and doing the dirty with her. Like, and man. knowing full well, they just went over like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> So I'm telling you, small towns have the weirdest, oddest, craziest, unbelievable stories. Like no Blue, doubt, no doubt. Like Blue Velvet is a documentary. Yeah. And if if I already didn't own it, I would buy it on. It just got put on Criterion. 
released by Criterion. I want to buy it because I already own it, though. But that movie is, is a documentary. That small-town America, as my neighbor would put it, is the creepiest place on Earth. And if you're from around around these parts, you know damn well that that's true. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got some good stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, really growing up in Northwest Ohio, like, knowing, I think it was, I think it's Kenton. Mm-hmm. I think it might, might be Kenton. If we have any Kenton listeners, you know, if you'd like to follow up with this, uh, either had or used to have, maybe still does have, I don't know, uh, like the local uh, Northwest Ohio chapter of the KKK. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> or, or some shit like that, or like something like that, you know, like white supremacy and meth making, apparently. They go hand in hand, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's actually... This is, this is completely random, but since we're on the topic of Kenton, Ohio... Not to be confused with Canton, Ohio, which has the uh, Football Hall of Fame. Or just straight up Canton, Ohio. Or Cant. Or Cant. Yeah. Um, when I, I, remember, I remember the story, and bear with me because I'm just remembering this. And if this doesn't, if I don't take off with this, then we can just edit it out. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, uh, Kenton, their high school football team was for, the, I think it was Division three or four, they were the beasts. They were monsters. Um, they had two brothers, uh, Ben and Matt Mock, M-A-U-K, that like they just set like national records for okay. passing a quarterback. Like all Ohio, like Mr. Football, like like they just they tore it up. Like I think like – both of them started all four years. One, their one was a younger brother, and he started right after his older brother uh, graduated. Like football family kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the four years that they played, I think they each passed for over like fifteen thousand yards, and like a hundred touchdowns. And like, re- like I don't care if it's high school; it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's... I uh, not none of them had anything to do with this story. It was in the, I remember reading the paper that a group of, when well a group of the high school players decided to play a prank and go out in the middle of country roads and set up decoy deers, like fake deers, like 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 shooting target deers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody came along and thought it was a real deer. Oh, swerved, crashed your yeah, car, yeah, got yeah. got royally screwed up. I think it might have even died. I think. Oh fuck. Or so, some something just really really bad. Got a bad feeling. Got a bad feeling. They, they, they made a bad they made a bad joke. Right yeah, there. baby did a bad bad thing. Um, and they were gonna be held trial for it. You know, uh, I think like second degree manslaughter. Oh, I th- yeah. I th- I think that I think the cat died or like suffered uh, like major injuries and head trauma and whatnot i remember i only remember because of this they decided the court decided the judge decided that i think the quarterback at the time it wasn't the either of the mock brothers it was one of the guys that followed him 
I think it was a quarterback. I think one of the running backs. <clears throat> I think like a linebacker or receiver or something like, you know, important positions on the team yeah, yeah. were involved in this. And the judge decided that they were going to delay the trial until after the season was over, uh, until after their season was done. Yeah. Which was at that time, I, they, I think they went to the playoffs and lost in like the second round. And it was like a solid month and change after they were being arraigned for the incident. Dang. It was like a couple months or whatever because like they were basically already into the football season. And the judge wanted them to finish it out, and then they would hold trial. <laughs> and I think they, they gave this whole, like, spiel about, like, they're not 18, so, you know, we can postpone it because it's not criminal court, or blah, blah, blah. Or they wanted to take it to criminal court or yeah. some, some shit like that. But, yeah, that, that's, some, that's some good old uh, high school football religion right there. You'll find that. Find that in... Find that in these parks, too, I'll tell you what. Yep. So there was a special election this week that no one heard about. Myself included, I didn't hear about this until a few days before and was lucky enough to catch it. Uh, There were two amendments being put to vote, one of which was to keep the jail downtown, but the one that caught my eye, and both of them ended up passing, by the way, was the Lake Erie Bill of Rights. Now... I had heard about this previously. I heard that they wanted to push this forward and get it on the ballot in the midterm election and got shot down. I didn't know that that this was happening and that they were getting what I've read to be like a fourth chance. uh, It sounded like, you know, well, we, we, we need more, like, you know, like action done on the lakefront anyway, but... Well, what had happened was, in yeah. uh, the article that I'm holding right now is the one in the city paper, which came out on the 13th. It runs bi-weekly. <clears throat> I only I got I got and saw this like on the 24th because the election was Monday. Yeah, yeah. Or the, well, it was technically Tuesday, but you could vote before. And and this is uh, taking from the city paper editorial. Quote, inspired by the area water crisis of 2014, members supporting the Lake Erie Bill of Rights collected 10,000 signatures, but were denied the opportunity to have the matter brought to a vote by both the Board of Elections and the Supreme Court. But soon after the Keep the Jail Downtown, another local petition-driven initiative won their case with the court and opened the door for the Bill of Rights to be placed on the February 26th ballot. Supporters of the Lake Erie Bill of Rights saw the issue take yet another trip to the Ohio Supreme Court as the Board of Elections decision was again, for a second time, requested to be overridden by Toledo activist and trades union member Josh Abernathy, a request finally denied on January 23rd. The Lake Erie Amendment remains controversial, however, with representatives from organizations such as the Farm Bureau Council arguing that the measure is so broadly worded it could leave far too many individuals, farmers, homeowners, and more, exposed to legal action. So it ended up passing. Um, it got, I think it, there was only a 9% voter turnout <laughs> in, this, in the special election that no one heard about. So it ended up, it did, it did, it did pass. I did find um, a couple articles and 
if if you're down, I'd like to at least read the shorter of the two. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. I found one from Vox. I've I've only seen a few articles from that website, and as far as I know, it looks looks like a pretty legit website. Because at first I thought I was like, oh, it's a spinoff from Vice, and it's not. Or at least from what little I've seen, it's not. Um, that article goes a lot more in depth as far as where this idea came from and where like the precedence was set because in many South American countries and I believe European countries, correct me if I'm wrong, they have um, done the same for bodies of land, bodies of water. Well, with this amendment passing, Toledo actually, the fucking glass city became the first city in the entire United States to do this, grant a body of water the uh, same legal rights as a human. This article that I've picked up from UPI, which I believe is still legitimate, states, and I quote, The Lake Erie Bill of Rights passed a special election vote Tuesday, giving the fourth largest of the Great Lakes, quote, the right to exist, flourish, and naturally evolve. The new law gives citizens of Toledo the right to sue any other person, farm, or corporation violating the lake's rights, such as a company, farm, or government municipality that is polluting the lake. By Wednesday morning, a nearby farm had filed suit in federal court challenging the constitutionality of the new law. The Druas Farms Partnership claimed the bill puts his family farm at risk, creating liability if any fertilizer runoff from their, from their farm enters Lake Erie. It goes on about the backstory behind all of this, the algae crisis, and blah, blah, blah. Opponents of the bill says, <laughs> they wiped their ass with it. Opponents of the bill say it needlessly puts nearby farms and small business, businesses in danger of bankruptcy. Quote, nothing is spelled out as to what constitutes harm, said Joe Cornley, a spokesman for the Ohio Farm Bureau. This allows any citizen who feels a business, citizen, or farm is harming the lake to sue. Farmers will have the constant threat of a lawsuit and financial penalties. Unquote. The lawsuit filed by the Drew's Farm alleges that the bill, quote, exposes Drew's Farms to massive liability if Drew's Farms continues to fertilize its fields because it can never guarantee that all runoff will be prevented from entering the Lake Erie watershed. If Drew's Farms cannot fertilize its fields, it will be unable to survive economically. Drew's Farms soon must begin fertilizing its fields in March or April for this growing season. That farm is already already is working to address chemical runoff from the fields, the suit alleges. Other farms are, as well, Cornley says. Since the 2014 water crisis, the farming community has spent millions researching ways to reduce chemical fertilizer runoff, Cornley said. Research farms were established to determine best farming practices. Those farms have devised several techniques that help. One is to plant cover crops, which are plants that grow in the field either over the winter, winter or year-round. The roots from those plants help keep the soil in place, stopping the dirt and chemicals from being washed off the fields and into Lake Erie. Cornley said he's not unsure how many farmers are using cover crops or any of the other methods found to reduce runoff. Quote, there is a narrative that if we stop nutrients running off from the fields and Lake Erie will clean up, he said. And that is incorrect. 
but there is no magic bullet for stopping nutrients from running off fields. And as long as the way you describe a win as a quick fix, you're never going to win. End of the article. So there's that. Um, so we have the, the amendment passed. It, it really is a story. There's a lot of um, environmental groups covering this. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been across uh, big-time media. Like Mother Jones picked it up. Um, Vox picked it up. So The Hill picked it up, and they basically quoted basically the same thing. So big doings. Uh, and once again, it the measurement uh, guarantee, uh, supposedly guarantees bottled water protection from significant environmental harm. So essentially it gives, I haven't read the whole thing. I haven't read what the bill states, but another criticism against it is that it's broadly worded. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But no word is when it's going to take effect. I assume immediately. I don't know how they do stuff like probably that. Probably gonna be a couple months before it's like you know yeah, fully implemented. Yeah, I don't know how they do stuff like that for like special elect election amendments. And another thing is, is like, yeah, it's being played off as a quick fix, but is it gonna be enforceable? That's was one of the other other criticisms I read in a couple of these skimmed over couple of these yeah, articles. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, the sources of, like, you know, contamination would be, like, hard to pinpoint. So it's, like, as far as, like, you know, like, you know, like, prosecuting people for, like, you know, going against, you know, like, certain, like, uh, laws against yeah. or, like, whatever you want to call that. Well, it's just, I mean, it's definitely a step, yeah. but I don't know. It was just interesting to see that it actually got the light of day. I mean, because, yeah... Were were you around when when that happened? I got, I heard about it earlier uh, last week. No, I mean uh, in two thousand fourteen when all that brouhaha and the lake turned green. Oh yeah, shit. no, no, yeah. I was working at uh, the Longhorn on Dussel, and uh, we had to stop using like tap water because of that. And uh, we had to like get like a bunch of, like bottled water in, and uh, we had like uh, any other water we used for like cleaning or anything like that. We had to boil beforehand. Did, did you go near a Costco? Because that was fun. No. Costco, Kroger, and Walmart getting just annihilated. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was it really was amazing seeing people f- just flip out and have that be, like, the topic of conversation. Like, the chick I was with at the time, I, w- I went over to her grandma's house, and her whole family was there, and that's all they were talking about. Like, well, I saw this person go to Costco and get a pallet of water, and they brought it out, and it was just really, it was just... It was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. It was, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, taking a shower, and I because I, I didn't hear about the whole open, like, don't swallow it and no open wounds and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started screaming like Nicolas Cage in um, <laughs> that horrible remake of The Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah. Not the bees! Uh-huh. Not the bees! But, no, it's going to be interesting to see if... This amendment, um, it's going to be interesting to see how, how far this goes. Like, I'm, I'm, I do want to keep keep a, a tab on the uh, enforcement of it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, especially it being local, local, and you know, are they going to go in and inspect uh, what fertilizer that farms are using, or how are they going to gauge um, 
the runoff of the water and can they build anything to prevent that or like move the farm yeah, like what like yeah. it's gonna be interesting because it's definitely <clears throat> i mean it it just it's kind of a just a conundrum because you know you want the pharmacists to succeed for their benefit but at the same time we're put in the position that the lake is being so polluted that and it may not just be the fault of these farms or these companies, you know, it could be having gone back X amount of years or, you know, like not that like to say like they're not the sole offender. And like, how are they going to be compensated if they if they lose money from their uh, investments or the profit? Yeah, and like they need to be what the like... city's going to do for that and. Like, they need to be given, like, you know, like, resources. Like, if they're doing, like, taking steps to, like, you know, like, better themselves as far as, like, you know, like, the, with, like, the... Well, it's going to drive the prices up, though. Oh, yeah. If, if they, if they like, go, like, a full-on, uh, let's say, hypothetically, they go to a full-on, not even organic, just all-natural <laughs> all kind of fertilizer that does, you know, still going to have an effect if, if there's runoff... But if it's not completely chemical induced and related, it'll have less uh, less of an effect. It's going to drive the prices up. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They should, they should be compensated they if they're like it. making yeah. efforts to like you know like you know use less chem chemicals in their fertilizer or whatever, or something like that. Just because it's like there needs to be incentive to like do better. And we do need to do better. Well, but it's like, it's you know it's, like just, it's definitely going to be like a process of getting it where it's like still like profitable for them. Yeah, too. because it's definitely like you know an economical issue at that point as and, well. And the the part where it it kind of turns into a conundrum where, in a way, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too hard into it. Where we're we're in that situation now, mm -hmm. like this the style of how do I put it. The style of farming and agriculture is so far removed from being natural mm -hmm. that in order to get it back to that, it has to incur financial cost. Yeah. That like might you have be to, like, produce so much to be, like, viable that it's, like, you know, like... Yeah, because the, with chemical fertilizer, it acts very quickly. Yeah. So. Well, we got to get to the ad for this week. I'm starting to sound like Norm Waymore over here. Better than Leonard Nimoy? No. No, I'd much rather sound like Leonard Nimoy. Uh, yeah. Not now. I mean, like, in <laughs> previous in time. Or, yeah. <laughs> they got him on ice. But no, uh, <laughs> we're going to take a break, give you the ad. I'm sure you know who it is. The fan favorite, Mr. Saturn Boys, is going to lead us out and lead us into the second half of the show. Stay tuned, folks. We love you. This is Saturn Boy with Pre-Launch Nominal.
Welcome back, listeners. We're here at the Motel Rock Podcast. Well, thank you for coming and staying with us. We sure do appreciate your patronage. And as like 30 people just click off, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Make sure you sign in to the guest book. With your fingerprints, use them to glide your way to the link on the bottom of the page. And be sure to put in your credit card information. And social security number and mother's credit cards. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I'm blaming you, Nate. And you, Matt. You're sitting there in the other room all hidden. Yeah. But, no, it, like I said before, if you want to get on this next one, by all means. Because you said you got some good stories, and that's funny. Uh, another thing. Hey, hey, don't don't whisper off, off camera. They're stories. It's not, doesn't mean they're all not true. But, uh. No, uh, one of the things I, I did want to pick at is uh, a week prior to this episode being recorded, there was 
an article in the Blade once again for you local listeners talking about the uh, rate hikes for riding the bus. Now, I don't know how many of you uh, folks are aware of this. I have been taking public transportation the uh, pretty much my whole life. And if I'm not, then I'm, I'm, I'm riding shoddy or in the back seat. And as my good friend uh, Nick V says, ash, cast, or grass, no one rides for free. And trust me, I can swallow a pole right now from the other end. I used to have an air freshener that said that. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to... Well, damn it, I'm not going to attribute the quote to him, though. <laughs> Still going to do it. No. Fair enough. No, it, it was talking about um, there was a meeting that Tarta held that there was very little... Um, fanfare that showed up talking about the rate hikes and their um, reduction in services. They've stopped doing Sunday services or Sunday services. I call it that like we're going to church, which a lot of people Amen. are. Well, I mean, it's, that's funny because a lot of people that ride the bus on Sundays are going to and from church, especially early in the morning. Oh yeah. But uh, I will poke at that a little bit later. Uh, re- reduction in services, especially on on Sundays and the holidays, and talking about potential rate rate hike, even further, like to like two bucks a head, hmm. unless you get your weekly or monthly passes, and basically no one showed up, and that's one of, the, it's still one of the things that bugs me is that the stuff's not promoted and talked about even across local city news. Yeah. Like, so no one shows up, and people wonder why. Yeah. Like, the, like, I don't ride the bus, and, like, I don't, I haven't heard about it until, like, now. Like, you tell me about it. Like, I ride the goddamn bus like, five, six about, like, days a week. I've heard about, like, the Sunday services going off because, like, uh, I work with Matt, and usually he'll ride to work with me because the uh, buses don't ride on Sundays. Well, a lot of that, too, has to do with the fact that um, the organization has suffered revenue loss over the past several years. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a couple suburban routes that they had that they had to cancel out mm-hmm. um according to the article the transit authority has proposed three times since 2010 that its property tax be replaced with a sales tax throughout lucas county which the authority says would distribute the tax burden more fairly and support extension of bus service into parts of the county that is now that now lacks public transit uh officials of also repeatedly cited Ohio's minimal state funding for public transportation as a reason transit authorities across the state rely more heavily on local taxes than do counterparts in neighboring states such as Pennsylvania and Michigan. So, you know, it's it's another top-down issue. So mm-hmm. Ohio only gives so much, so they can only take so much, but they have to jack up the price for... They have to stop bringing in revenue. revenue on the local state, yeah. For it. Yeah. And they've had to cut back, and once again, I I understand why they've had to cut back, but it puts um, it puts a lot of like there's like one article I read estimated like seven thousand some odd riders mm-hmm. are affected because you know they cut holiday and Sunday services, and a lot of that, a lot of those people are. They work retail. They do. You know, I'm one of them. So, it suffers, like, the, the economic opportunity there, it it declines it. You know, and the thing is, like, TARDIS, the, bu- the bus lines 
separate from the actual city. Yeah, like yeah. utilities and whatnot. So they have the ability to make that. It's like a privatized organization, as opposed. I don't. To, I. I, yeah. I don't know if you call it that, but they they're able to make those decisions without the city like delivering oversight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it. The, the economic initiative that Toledo's trying to put on, like that kind of uppercuts it mm-hmm. a pretty solid amount. And uh, Matt was, he, he's probably floating around somewhere. He was saying, talking about earlier, and I can vouch for it as well. You know, a lot of these cats, they're literally just tr- either trying to go to the job or they're trying to get home. Or they're, tr- they're just literally trying to get from A to B. And that's the thing, like, there's there's a certain stigma about people who take public transportation around these parts. Oh, yeah. You know, you go out, like, even in Columbus, there's still that semblance of that. You go out to even, like, Kansas City, which is not, like, a big metropolitan, it's a metropolitan area, but it's not, it's not huge. Mm-hmm. They still have, like, the electric rail line and the way that they have it set up from the one time I the one day I was there they have like the regular traffic traffic lanes and then they have the separate um electric bus lane that runs it's connected to the wire yeah, with a yeah. little coat hanger up top whatever hell it's called mm-hmm. and it runs on that rail for about all through downtown from a little bit past Union Station all the way yeah. through, like, the, the marketplaces. It's, like, like 20, 25 blocks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you, like, go to, like, Chicago, like, like I was able to go, like, through, like, most of the city just, like, taking the trams, like, all around. Well, and I was... It, it was I, I, relatively cheap, honestly. Well, and I was gonna I was going to go into that, too. Like, Chicago, L.A., Miami, New York, uh, name, place, insert big city here, you know, San Francisco, whatever that's what the majority of people do yeah you go to any major major big 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 city usually you'll people riding the bus riding the subway taking the tram taking an uber taking a taxi you know it's it's pointless to have a car yeah it really is because all it does is just honestly i wouldn't mind living in a city like that because like having a car is like you know like a whole other like burden almost it's like i kind of like have to have a car because that's like the cheapest way to like you know get like groceries and still be able to go to like work and stuff like that you know like see my parents every once in a while and shit like that dude downtown brooklyn to coney island was about seven eight miles yeah it took us almost an hour to get there yep you know going from west hollywood to long beach you know it takes almost an hour going along the freeway and no one wants to drive through there, any of that honestly it's, it's... i know i don't <laughs> well and it shows a disparity. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like not just not even just like disparity between cities or regions or areas, but disparity within your own city where you're at. I've got some of the dirtiest looks ever. Just standing out, just waiting for the bus. Like um, around from work, uh, about a block or two, there's uh, a site that I hole up at and just wait there. If people just cruise by, just right by them, just like looking over, like, eh. like, dude, I'm just standing yeah. there, like, what? Yeah, people gotta get where they gotta get, you know. Honked at, heckled, oh yeah, like everything except like broken glass and milkshakes being thrown at me. Yeah, socks full of quarters. Yeah, well, like, like I said, that's the thing. It's like you go down to the bus station and see these cats that are just trying to get through the day, 
Those people don't deserve that. Yeah, I don't know their backstory. Yeah, I don't know them, blah, blah, blah. I hear them chit-chatting on the bus, and it's it's just, it's, I don't know, it's real. Yeah. Like, they're talking about where they're going for the day, or they're talking about their family, and how how's blah, 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 and I haven't seen it in a while. And, like, today, uh, for instance, there's a chubby white chick and a older black woman sitting catty-corner from each other on the Iowa seats, and the black chick was giving the chubby white chick advice about how to like skim on her uh, job application. So as soon as you put that in, call them and give them this, give them this, give them this, give them this, and then blah, blah, blah. And she ran right down the line. I'm just like not paying attention but listening. Yeah, yeah, Because that's yeah. another great thing to do too. It's like you just, like where's that sound coming from? And, you know, and people just like in general, I think, look down around these parts on people who, like, take the bus. Yeah. I feel it's like that region, like, you know, like, yeah, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, car transportation's, like, easy. Like, we're not, like, like a bigger city that, like, require, that, you know, it's easier to like, be on foot or, you know, take public tra- transportation or whatever. But if they wanted to put the yeah. money and the pain and the ass into it, they'd be able yeah. to make it work around here. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Or like it's in like Ann Arbor easier. I, I definitely use it more often, honestly. Like, I'm too far from downtown. And like, like, I wish that there was, like, more like a tram sort of thing going on with it. Dude, it'd like, be so e- it really yeah. would be easy to do around here. Yeah. And what's even crappier is, like, the, a lot of the bus drivers, dude, there's, they're either some of the nicest people or some of the crankiest people around yeah. as yeah, far yeah, as, like, see that service work because you know they're they're doing their laps for seven eight hours nine hours however long and you, i mean you get some you get some some wily characters you know like especially in the summertime you get the old homeless man who smells like straight piss uh-huh. you know he just walks on and then just wafts throughout the bus and everyone's like trying to not, not choke up their fucking lunch but and it's the same with like greyhound Mm-hmm. Like you ever, you ever like gone? You ever, you ever ridden Not the ridden no. the gray dog? You ought to do it. It's a good time. There's a guy. I got at least four or five stories just from that in the last few years. Uh, the first time I rode it down, I rode it down to Louisville, and we had to stop in Indianapolis. I got off. I was waiting in the station. I got on the bus to go to down to Louisville from Indianapolis. And there's this, the only seat on the bus was right next to this dude who looked like Warren Sapp in a Carhartt. <laughs> yeah, he had like the, the the straight head-to-toe blues. Like he just walked out of a car shop and he smelled like onions. Like grilled, greasy, fried, nasty shit out the ass onions. Dang. And he was like spilling over into my seat. Like this is a big dude. Yeah, and I've man. got like my book bag on my lap and I'm just like squashed up against the window. And I just smell just greasy, nasty onions coming off this cat. And he's got like, he's got like burger grease around his lips. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? I look, I look behind him out the windows. We're pulling out. There's a white castle right across the street. <laughs> I'm like, oh, of course. Like, yep, yep. Like, that's, that's the musk right there. The cat literally smelled like they scraped, scraped him off the fryer. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. But there's that. Oh, fucking last time I went down. On Greyhound, I went down to Louisville for the Derby and ended up having a six-hour conversation with an ex-con, just talking about life and the time he got shot and uh, his whole story and 
all this other stuff. He's trying to go, trying to no. It was like th- three hours because it took us a while to get to Indianapolis. And th- no, actually, we're going going leaving from Toledo to Indianapolis. We chit chatted all the way down. Um, there was a cat in front of us that did time, and they started trading jail stories and whatnot. And I'm just like sitting back, just like taking it all in, and then the bus from Louisville or excuse me, from Indianapolis to Louisville was two hours late. Okay. Ended up being two yeah, and a half yeah, hours. Yeah. So me and, this, me and this dude Frank is like middle-aged, balding white guy uh, went across the street to the bar and I think the dude's name was Al. Like, big black dude, probably a little bit, a little bit bigger, older than me, excuse me. And the whole time we were just sitting there drinking and eating and they were they were just yapping about women and jail and all this other stuff and I'm just just sitting back like third person style. It was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um God the first time coming back from down south, got up to Dayton and the bus broke down. Mm-hmm. No, the bus was late and I didn't get back till like three in the morning. <laughs> and I didn't have my wallet. I lost that. That was uh, a good time. Yep. yep. Uh, but the the crime of the crime on on the Greyhound for me <laughs> was. Did I tell you about the? I told you the. I don't know if it's been on here, but the bit about coming back from San Francisco. Uh, it sounds familiar. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Sixty three hours. Oh Jesus. Yeah, and I'll, I'll swear to this. I went out to San Fran uh, after spending a couple weeks in L.A. I was just out, just road tripping and shit. And I'm pretty sure I got roofied because I had a couple drinks in me. Like, I wasn't loaded. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, like, yeah. Eh. but it'll take a lot. I mean, I'm not even, I wouldn't consider myself a heavyweight. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, I feel I feel you. Like, like that's how oh, I knew. Like, woozy and doozy. Yeah, like, like, uh, like it, was, it was a couple of years ago. It was like black out. Roofied. And because I was sitting in the basement of the hostel after powwowing around the financial district with these three cats that I was um, sharing a room with, I was at a hostel. There was a Korean dude named Jamie, an Australian chick named Abby, who was banging the Brazilian dude. His name was a. Uh, It was something. It was something wicked sweet. He had a, <laughs> he had a real sweet name. Uh but we were hanging out, fucking chief and like she, this chick would not, and she was like taller than I was, lanky Australian chick, would not stop rolling joints. But yeah, San Francisco, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Like no one cares, and we're just like went out went out to the wharf and and the pier and just on foot, and it was a great, great. It was amazing, amazing time. Oh, yeah. like. These are three cats. Like we're from, we're all in America from four different countries, and I've never seen them before. So you know, and it, it was amazing. It's amazing. I hope they're doing well. But we get back down to the hostel that we're staying at, and I bought I bought a bottle of seven, and I was like, I'm gonna have some drinks. Fuck it, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. You know, Loosen just take it in. Bit. It was the, it was the, the night after or. The day of, I went to the Stanley Cooper exhibit that they had in San Francisco. I got my mind blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, another yeah. story. But 
it was great. It was great. I remember uh, there was this Indian chick, like Das Not Feathers, sitting there about three tables ahead, and she was playing U2 off her phone. And I'm like, oh, do you like that song? I'm like trying to talk to her, and she, oh, you know, just like looked away. And, uh-huh. and I went up to use the restroom and get a glass of water. And the next thing I know, I'm peeling my head off the table, like literally just out of a like hard cut, coming out from black, and I'm like, uh-huh. like 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 just out of it, completely yeah. out of it. I haven't been that out of it since I almost died from alcohol poisoning on my 21st birthday. <laughs> like out of it, gone, yeah. like coming back like. I thought we were in faith out floating, yeah. you know. And I'm like, I look, I look at my phone, and I start calling the, what I think is the front desk of the hostel. It's not, it's the number that I had, which yeah. was the hostel oh, that's yeah, adjacent no, I remember, I remember to the one I'm fucking part. staying at. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, sir, sir, you can't keep, you keep calling us. And I look at my phone, I'm like, what? I haven't called you? And like, you've been calling us like off and on for the last half hour. I called him like seven times, didn't even know it, just gone. And I'm like, what? Like, if you call us again, we we know you're drunk, we know you're intoxicated. You call us again, we're going to call the police. I'm like, I want that to happen, click. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, where am I at? I'm like, looking around, and my drinky poo's still there, and I can't find my fucking wallet at all. It's not in my pocket, it's not on the floor. I'm like, looking around, granted, I was completely gone. I'm like scuffling on all fours, like, where is it? I go out, I walk like three blocks. I'm like, did I drop it in the ditch? Did I drop it on the sidewalk? Like, just completely sweating, just, just gone. And I come back to the front desk, and they're being alarmed about this dude that's being wild and crazy. <laughs> and it was me, and I'm like, oh, what? So I go to the front desk. I'm like, "Can you? I just, I had a long night, you know, I, but it doesn't help in your advantage because you literally just sound like a moron." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, you're the guy that's being a fucking idiot." So, and I'm like, as I, we took the lift down to the uh, the basement, and I'm like looking around, looking around, looking around, and just nothing. But I had some cash, so they they escorted me up back to the room. And I grabbed my stuff, and I just, like, looked at the other three cats. I'm like, oh, see you later. <laughs> well, we had a good time yesterday. I went down to the, took my stuff down to the uh, Greyhound station. I had just enough to buy a Greyhound ticket. I, took, I wanted to take the train, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> so I paid for the ticket and rode from San Francisco back to L.A., had a six-hour layover, and then went from L.A. through... I think part of Arizona in it no it was LA out through the northeast I believe through uh Nevada and then Colorado then Nebraska back into Colorado then straight across Illinois to Indiana to Ohio and I'll tell you what there's nothing in Nebraska if you ever 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 want to go commit suicide in the worst place on in this fucking country, Nebraska, Kansas, that whole area, Iowa, Wyoming, 
Wyoming at least has some hills if you want to look for them. There you go. But I saw a fucking super, a, a super Walmart, Walmart super center in the middle of a cornfield with no proverbial path to get there. <laughs> it was literally just a cornfield and then a fucking super center Walmart just plopped right in the middle. That was all there is. And I'll never forget this. We're rolling um, from Omaha to Lincoln or Lincoln to Omaha, whichever way is heading east. I don't know. It's all flat there. Gray, Colton, cows, and crystal meth. And these two tweakers get on. And you could just tell. You could just tell they're tweaked out or have been tweakers or they're tweaking. <laughs> like, they're not tweeting, yeah, they're tweaking. Tweak. They're, they're, like, they're all like frail and rail thin and just like they got the their skin stretched across their face and they're, you know. And they got a service dog with them. Beautiful, I think it was a lab, black lab. And I remember, like, they, I had, I had the, this is one of the tips if you're going to ride Greyhound. Here, I'll give, I'll give you a little tip. If you get on a fresh bus, meaning that you are the first people onto that bus after they clean it and air it out and drain the sewage and all that stuff so it doesn't smell like piss. Mm-hmm. Go for the back seat because you're going to have three seats. And and if it's not full, you'll have those three seats to yourself. Yeah. That way you can lay out. You're going to be next, right next to the bathroom. But you'll have those three seats where you can lay out. Yeah. Which, which, fun, funny story. Like, not to segue too much. But, no, like, uh, means. fucking, like, man, I can't remember. It's like some dude in a metal band was saying, like, the worst part about being on a band bus is, like, like, having people use the fucking shitter or whatever. Yeah. Because like that's all you're gonna smell if if people use Yo that. yo that, that's that's another thing you gotta deal with, but if you're passed out yeah. you're not gonna know. Yeah. No, it's like shit on your face. Mm-hmm. But th- that's that's one thing. Another thing, uh if you got a seat to yourself, meaning if you got the aisle seat, because there's usually only two seats to a side. If you got an aisle seat and you got your bag in the window seat Make sure you have headphones. Put your headphones on. Even if you're not asleep or tired, act like you're asleep. Because unless the bus is full or getting full, no one will bother you to get the other seat. So that's that's a couple tips for you. Um, but I had the I had the back seat and I was laid out and I was like just stretched across like yeah. all the way through Nebraska. I was just passed out. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to see this. I'll just know that I'm here. It's on the ticket. <laughs> um, I were in Nebraska. Yeah, I, I was here's corn huskers. <laughs> but these tweakers get on with their service dog, and they're like patting me on the leg, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. and they're like, "Hey, man, can we grab the seat, man? We got our dog." I'm like, just looking at him. I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool," but on the inside, I'm like, "If you didn't have that dog, I'd tell you right the fuck off." <laughs> like, you didn't have that dog. So I took the seat in front of him, and I'm splayed out still because it's still like a half-empty bus, thankfully. And they're doing the whole arguing, then they're in love, then they're arguing, then they're in love. Then I heard him, like, grab the back of the dog's neck and kind of heard the dog. I'm like, and that popped me awake. I'm like, what? Y'all can fucking tear each other's throats out all you want. Like don't, don't 
mess with the don't, dog. Don't, don't hurt the pups. No, don't hurt the fucking pups. It's not the pup's fault that you're in the situation that you're probably already... That dog's going to live longer than you will, you jackasses. Which I hope I hope that dog did, because they're annoying as hell. But they were doing the whole, like, Oh, you fucking bitch. I hate you. Well, you're a fucking asshole. You're a fucking cocksucker. Five minutes later. Oh, baby. We're, it's going to be good. It's going to be a lot better. Oh, oh, I love you. Oh, And then right back at it. Mm-hmm. All the way to Lincoln or Omaha or whatever podunk town they're going to. And I remember they got let off. I'll, this is fucking 100% true. They got let off on the side of the road next to a car shack. <laughs> they, and it was called Dale's Auto Auto Shop. And it was like written on like the old wood board that's like shittier than this door. Uh-huh. And it's like propped up by the side of the road in horrible lettering. And it's just like junker cars out in this like big front yard. Then this like two shacks and then some yeah, dude yeah. like whittling away. It was, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, get the hell out of here! I hope that fucking dog eats your face. But that was that was one. Of them, but oh shit, whatever. Uh, fourteen hour trip from Louisville to Arkansas. That was fun. That, nothing really happened on that. You just got a flat butt. <laughs> but no, nah, it. The, the funny thing with Greyhound is like you don't need to really buy like. Like with planes or even the train, you can get like the upper class. Like the, you can get you can get the place yourself. Yeah, you can, you can't yeah. get that on a Greyhound. Yep. I, I pay twenty bucks extra for taking one time for like, like, uh, escort seating. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm gonna get bumped up. No, no, they yeah. just called my number first, and half the bus is already taken up. I still had to share with some asshole. <laughs> and then there was the time, coming back from Derby last year, we get up to Dayton near Dayton from Louisville and the um uh the coolant went out. Ooh, and yeah. I yeah, the coolant system like there's smoke falling out the side of the bus. Uh-huh. And I remember me and this big old redneck like you and Matt put together. <laughs> this big this big old guy, he's like got a lip full of chew and he's like, Man, this would happen. I'd be five miles outside of town and not be able to make a home. Shit, if anything else has to happen, I'll just, just walk. I don't give a damn. Cut off. <laughs> Cut off sleeves like big old Danny boy looking motherfucker. And I remember, like, we look over and this chick started flipping out. She's like, ah, 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 ah. We're like, what? What? She's like, my sea's smoking. My sea's smoking. And we look over and there's like coolant steam coming off the fucking <laughs> ass of the seat. I'm like, what? And Danny boy's like, Danny Boy's like, man, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to die on this bus, man. I'm just trying to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to go home, man. Five miles oh, outside of town. Shit. So, like, we pull over, and we're like, oh. So we're like, we're on the side of the road for, like, solid 20, 30 minutes. And I'm like, I'm not moving. I'm, I'm like, pop the window. I'll, whatever. And bus driver calls in. And she's like, all right, I can get the, we, there's an RTA station. It's outside Dayton. There's an RTA station about five, three, three, four miles in. We'll get there, call them, see what we can do, blah, blah, blah. And so she's, like, chugging at, like, half speed, and there's, like, smoke, like, poof, 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 poof. Like, this is just, and it's, like, wafting through the air. Everyone's got the windows cracked. We get in the downtown Dayton at, like, magic hour, like, 7 o'clock, and I left at 4. Or, no, I left at, like, 5, and the bus was late. And this is after a whole derby experience, which is, 
oh my god, chaos. And get in the RTA station. She calls up and she says, and she's on the phone for a hot minute. And we're all standing around. I'm like, this would happen. Always does. You know, it's it's gonna be funny in the future, but right now I'm you know <laughs> trying to find a way out of this. And she's like, the nearest engineer or uh, mechanic, excuse me, is an hour away. The nearest bus that they can get here to bring you all back to Toledo or go north is either in Chicago or Cleveland. We're in Dayton. Uh, That's a solid four or five hours at least. Yep. And so, like, we go into the station, and it's the RTA station, so it's the public bus station for Dayton as well. So, like, one half of the the bus bus crowd is already there. They're just trying to wait for the RTA bus to come along and swoop them home. And the rest of us are like, oh, what do we do now? Uh, <laughs> and oh, I, I had to be at work the next day, but I could have afforded to stay and get home really, really late, but I didn't want to fucking do that. So I'm, like, pacing around and back by the bathrooms, and, and the RTA station in Dayton is ragged. Ragged. <laughs> like, most Greyhound... It's, like I said, it's not a Greyhound station. It's a public station. Mm-hmm. Most Greyhound stations are ragged to begin with, like, due to lack of insert this. But this RTA public transit station in Dayton was ragged. Like, lights were flickering. It was just... It's, you could tell the place had sketchy by default. Yeah, yeah, it literally looked like they just broke in and set up shop. <laughs> wow, well, this seems like a yeah, for a bus station. This is on the outskirts of town. We can work with this, but and my phone charge, my phone charge is not working, and I'm like losing power on my phone. But uh, so I'm like looking up prices for like Uber and Lyft and whatnot, mm-hmm. and I'm like 180 bucks. Jesus. Uh, it's better. It was better than the five hundred dollar cab ride the chick told me she was almost gonna make. Jeez. So I'm like, I don't want to wait here all night. Yeah. I don't want to ride this all night and chance it. And so, and I de- I had more than enough money that I was like, you know what? If I have to pull a trigger, I will. I'm just gonna wait this out, see what happens. You know, smoke a cigarette, blah blah blah. And I come I come back from come back in for smoking a cigarette and this middle aged she's about she her she came up to my chest standing yeah, yeah. up uh older white lady in a dress and she she's coming over and she looks at me she's like are you looking for a lifter uber out of here i'm like yeah well that's that's what it's looking like and she told me that she had been talking with uh an older nigerian woman and her daughter we're looking to get back. They're all looking to get back to here to Toledo that night. They had mm-hmm. to be back or else they couldn't transfer over to where, where else they were going. She was trying to go to Indiana. They're trying to get to New York. Okay. To, I eventually found out they're trying to get to New York so that the daughter can like meet her dad or like visit oh, her dad okay, for like okay. the first time in like yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. years. And she was a teenager. So it was like, I told her, I was like, well, you talk to them, I'll, and if necessary, I'll ho- I'll grab the ride, and you all can chip in, you know. I'm a nice guy, but I'm not footing the bill for all y'all, you know, yeah, no yeah, offense. Yeah. So we get that going, and like, yeah, they're down. They're good. So call the lift, 
like 175. Okay. And lady pulls in. She's pulling in, and then I see the the mother and the daughter scamper across the bus, which is like 40 yards away, to get their stuff. They didn't get their stuff out of the luggage compartment. <laughs> oh shit! So like they're hauling ass, like grabbing all the stuff, and then the lift lift driver rolls up into the bus lane at the RTA station. One of the RTA workers comes out, and starts yelling at her. Oh god! And this is after uh, we found out this six foot five Venezuelan basketball player is like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming with you guys. <laughs> Cause apparently the little white Amish lady, I found out she was Amish. Uh, talked to him about doing the same thing. And then I, he, I guess he said that he was going to get a ride or whatever. So Lyft driver pulls up into the RTA line. RTA workers come on, start yelling at her. Miss, you can't be here. Miss, you can't be here. Get out of the lane. Get out of the lane. And, and the Lyft driver gets out, and she's like, "He's like, you ain't gotta yell at me like that." I'm like, "I'm like, Miss, sorry. So we're just trying to get out of here. Let's just get our luggage." And I like, she, I was like, "Ma'am, can you just pop the hood or the the trunk?" And she pops the trunk, and I start throwing luggage in. I'm like, just every like everyone's luggage is getting in. I threw it in the back seat. I'm like, "All right, just get in the car. Just get in the car." And all right, well. Work this out. I didn't think to get the uh, the XL ride, which would have cost more, but uh-huh. would have fitted us a lot better. So she's driving the Venezuelan six foot five basketball players in the front seat, and me, the little Amish lady, and the fucking Nigerian woman and her daughter in the back seat. Oh god! And it's a four seater, yeah. <laughs> and I've got my book bag pressed up against my ass, and the little Amish chick is riding like adjacent with her back on the door mm-hmm. and she's like kind of cro- like her, uh cu- cuddled over because of the window and I'm like literally like this close <laughs> to, the, to the daughter and she's pressed into the mom and she's pressed into the door and we rode like that from Dayton to Toledo three hours the whole way and we just like, we're all like shifting like you know like yeah. Like, all right, I'll, 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 I'll put my leg here, and you put your arm here, and then I'll crotch my neck, and then I'll just huddle over and, and like have my foot on the lift, on the hump of the of the armrest, and we're just all like trading stories and talking about like, oh, where we're going and blah blah blah, and he's just talking about like you know just life in general and stuff like that, and we get up, we get up. I think we're like twenty miles outside of here, and. Stop over at a gas station off off the uh, intersect off the um, interstate, and everyone goes to the ATM and they're like handing her handing me cash to help pay for it and then handing her the tip. So I just told her I was like, just give your part to me, and then they ended up tipping her and whatnot. And I, I tipped her big time. We all get up like to the because the Amtrak station and the Greyhound station in Toledo is now conjoined um off a of summit we get up there and there's and the little Amish ladies like you know it's kind of funny we'll probably never see each other again mm-hmm. and it was like one of those moments where it's like yeah this is fucking weird this is wild this is crazy this is great this is awesome because i'm like jammed up in the back seat and like oh so yeah like and it wasn't the funny thing was it like it was wicked awkward at first just because of the body positioning mm-hmm. 
But it wasn't the ride wasn't awkward. No one was sniping at each other. Everyone was having great conversation, just like just chit chatting. It was fantastic, and it really, it really was. It was like one of those little moments. It was great. But I remember, um, so they get left off at the at the station. I get in the back seat of the lift to take me back to to my place, my studio apartment. It like she's she's making the turn out, and I, I'm like, well, I just gotta say this. I've always had a dream about being in the back seat of a car with three women, but I never liked that. And she lost it. <laughs> the driver was like, yes, yes, that joke hit. But I ended up tipping her a big time. She was, she made out. I, I think her name was Amanda, the Lyft driver. But no, it was. That's one of those ones I'll, I'll take with me. It was it was a good time. But anyway, folks, talking your ear off. Glad you were able to stick with us. Glad uh, we're able to actually. Think it was yeah, good, good, we decent are, we time. Articulated nicely. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So, uh, stay tuned. We'll leave you off a little bit more Saturn Boy. A lot more to come. We're trying to do the. We're trying to do all right by you folks. So keep listening. Love y'all. Be good. <laughs>